Hello and welcome to the official Folk Albums chart show for the 5th of October 2021. We've got a wonderful lineup with seven new entries. There's a special backstage performance from Spires and Bowden. Jamie Webster is playing Dockside in Liverpool. And there's an interview with Sam Kelly about his new album with The Lost Boys. There's also going to be music from Mick Flannery and Susan O'Neill and Phil Odgers, latterly, of The Men They Couldn't Hang. But we start in true folk on foot fashion with a celebration of our connection with the natural world. This is Life and the Land, the new EP from Ben Walker and Kirsty Merrin. And this is their original arrangement of the Robbie Burns poem, Westland Winds. Fluttering 
So soon forgot Declare the silence Singers The empty skies Proclaim their loss All grasped with greed's cold fingers See man declare His arrogance And scatter all before Brings bold nature to its knees and claims the ashes for him. Thanks to Ben and Kirsty. Now here's the first chart countdown. At 40, The Bird, The Book and The Barrel is a new entry for The Lost Trades. At 39, Runrig's Mighty One Legend, Two Concerts Live. At 38, Bibio's Sleep on the Wing. At 37, Martin Simpson's Delightful Home Recordings. At 36, Chris Drever's Where the World is Thin. At 35, Alistair Roberts and Og Volvor collaborate on The Old Fabled River. At 34, Stick in the Wheel bounce back into the chart with their powerful Hold Fast. At 33, The Pogues are still in session at the BBC from the 1980s. At 32, Joshua Burnside takes us into the depths of hell. And at 31, Ben Walker and Kirsty Merrin enter the chart with Life and the Land. I'm going to take you to another new entry now at number 28. This is Mick Flannery and Susan O'Neill's album In the Game. It's a themed collection of songs about a couple's relationship coming together and falling apart. And I want to tell you what Susan says about it. She says, The concept is the dark and the light of the nature of relationships. The joys of love, the depths of despair in love, the wild abandon of love, and then nostalgia for times past that they know they will never have again, yet should be dearly cherished. Very emotional listen. This track is called Reaction.
Mick Flannery and Susan O'Neill from their number 28 album, In The Game. Now, at number 27 in this month's chart is Declan O'Rourke's beautiful album, Arrivals, produced by none other than Paul Weller. And we're just back from a wonderful trip to the west coast of Ireland to record a special episode of Folk on Folk with Declan O'Rourke, which will be coming out in December. We went to his hometown of Kinvara, and he played for us a, a, a track called The Harbour, appropriately enough, right on the harbour in Kinvara that inspired the song. And I just wanted to give you a taste of it. So here it comes. Johnny cooks a steak from Littles on a Friday night After spending all the week long working hard laying tires Tells me she made me feel so used but I leave all that behind See I was making real good money then I had ten men laying tiles And he's standing in the doorway of our little kitchenette Puffing on one of these new crazed electric cigarettes I imagine he must get lonely, but if he does, he keeps it all in jail. But when you're guarding a prison, how do you choose what to be? I've got an older friend named Pete who sometimes helps me with my trees Likes to talk about old girlfriends and the places that he's been He talks about his hippie days and how he settled here by chance But he's always been a hippie since the time he lived in France And he plays all kinds of music and sometimes he might sing where will all that go to when we miss him now some spring? I like to listen to him talking, he tells funny and wise tales. Says when you're holding a hammer, everything looks like a nail. I'm out here in the world singing my songs from town to town And giving everything I have to get this thing of mine airbound So maybe someday I can live just like the fisherman Who stays close to the harbor and only takes enough just for today But for now I think I'm somewhere in the middle of the sea I'm sailing on a suitcase filled with dreams of what might be and I look for pretty stories for to sing as mine and fill my sail. And when you live by the weather, every wind 
What a wonderful time we had. Declan O'Rourke recorded exclusively for Folk on Foot at the Harbour in Kinvara with his song, The Harbour, from his number 27 album, Arrivals. Declan is on tour across the UK in November with details of dates on his website. And if the wonderful time we had with him in Ireland is anything to go by, you should rush out and get a ticket right now. And he's a very busy fella too because he's also about to publish a novel set against the backdrop of the Great Irish Famine. And that comes out in the next couple of weeks. On with the chart. At number 30, Heart's Ease from the great Shirley Collins. At 29, Gwenifer Raymond's celebration of her Welsh childhood, Strange Lights Over Garth Mountain. At 28, Mick Flannery and Susan O'Neill's In the Game. At 27, Arrivals from Declan O'Rourke. At 26, the Northern Irish duo Saint Sister with Where I Should End. At 25, This Is The Kits, Off Off Oddities. At 24, The Fray from John Smith. At 23, Jessie N. Clark's A Small Unknowable Thing. At 22, Cara Dillon is live at Cooper Hall. And at 21, Blackmore's Night present Nature's Light. Lots still to come, including that special performance from Spires and Bowden and our interview with Sam Kelly. But I just want to tell you about the next episode of Folk on Foot, which comes out later this month. It features the duo Edgelarks, otherwise known as Philip Henry and Hannah Martin, taking me on an atmospheric walk to the Scorrill Stone Circle on Dartmoor. And I just wanted to give you a little taste of what's in store. Watch out for Phil's brilliant beatboxing. What we normally do when we arrive here is we walk round uh, the outside once and then come in via the big stone. We're not quite sure why we do it, it's, it's like just a little, a little ritual. ritual that we <laughs> well, do. let's do it then. Okay. Let's do it. Just your way of greeting the place. Yeah, it feels like asking sort of some kind of permission to be part of the landscape. <laughs>
Edgelocks at Scorrill Stone Circle on Dartmoor is the next episode of Folk on Foot coming your way on Friday, October the 15th. Don't miss it. Now, at number 19 in the chart is Sam Kelly and the Lost Boys with their new album, The Wishing Tree. And when I called up Sam at his home in Norfolk, I asked him to sum up the album. Yeah, well, I, it's been it's been quite a long time coming, this one, because we... We did our last album in in 2017 with the Lost Boys, my band, and um, so it's it's been in the works for quite a long time. It's one of those sort of recording projects that the songs have developed as we've been on the road, and we we didn't really sit down and write this album. It sort of things just kind of happened naturally with the songs, and we thought we weren't going to be able to do it, quite frankly, when the lockdown happened last year. And so we got very lucky in the end that that Pure Records. Um, were so supportive with us and and gave us the space to record it and uh, gave us that you know backed us financially to do it as well. So, so is, it's, it, um, is it the usual yeah. mixture, Sam, of traditional material and original songs? Yeah, so it's it is a mixture, but this one's a bit of a departure f- from our last two albums for us because it's a majority of original stuff, whereas our last two was a majority of traditional. So, you know, it's a bit of a step in a new direction for us. And in those four years, has anything changed with you and the band? Do you think you've changed musically? Have the personnel changed? Yeah, so we've we've streamlined that there used to be seven of us with Kieran Algar, but we we lost Kieran last year from the band. So we're six piece now and um we've moved on a lot musically from where we started just through naturally, you know, playing more shows and developing our sound, getting to know each other more as, as musicians and how, what each member of the band brings to the table, I suppose. What was it that originally drew you to folk music? I was very lucky that I had like none of my immediate family are are musicians or or really into music much at all, but I had a crazy Irish grandfather um, on my mum's side who was, a beautiful singer and he played the melodeon and the balron and he when i was very young and he realized that i had this sort of fascination with his his instruments that he had he sort of really you know every time i i went over to their house i'd sort of have a harmonica shoved into my mouth within 10 minutes and you know be singing along to these to these irish folk songs and so that was what really gave me the bug I wonder if it could have all gone in a, a very different direction because you were in the final of Britain's Got Talent a few years yes, ago. Was, yeah. I wonder if they were, you were sort of heading in a, in a different direction and then drew yourself back to folk. Yeah, so I mean, that was so I used to, I've always played folk, but I've also always, you know, as most guy with guitar, I, I enjoy playing pop music. I like a lot of popular music, um, you know, singer songwritery kind of things. And that's what I used to do when I was at uni. I used to play open mics and I had a residency at pub in Brighton every Friday night where I'd play for you know the uni of Sussex rugby society's social or something so I couldn't really play my (laughs) heartfelt Irish folk ballads there um so yeah I I did I did Britain's Got Talent and just it was a real whim thing for me I I was just in London and I saw that the auditions were on and it just sort of you know four months later I was in the final and um it was a great experience, you know, for performing under pressure and stuff like that. But for me, it was never going to be the direction that I wanted to go in as a career. Folk music was always there and there was never, there was never even any choice for me, really. It was just, um, it was a really fun thing to do. And, you know, I got to live in a Hilton hotel in London for a while. And, uh, you know, when I was in my second year of uni and used to eating super noodles on toast for every meal. So it was just, it was a fantastic experience, but you know, it was in my own head, it was never really going to shape what I was going to do musically, I guess. And what is it that always draws you back to folk? 
it's just the love of it. I think, you, you know, with anybody who plays folk music, regardless of whether it's as a career or whatever, you know, it's just for the fun of it. Well, the reality is I would earn a lot more money as a Tesco delivery driver or something like that. So, you know, you've got to have the love of it. But yeah, it's just it's just the enjoyment. And I just love that that sort of, you know, being at festivals in festival season and, you know, that sort of sense of community around the music and how what a lovely and inclusive community it is um in a lot of ways so yeah it's just just the sheer love of it really well we're going to play one of the tracks from the album now called nature's law can you just introduce it for us and give us the background to it yeah so this is this is a, a song that jamie um the banjo player from the band and i wrote um over lockdown last year and this is actually you know it's we we haven't really delved into the areas of of protest song despite you know as with most folk musicians we are all very left-wing and socialist in the band and um we haven't really delved into that area much um and so this was kind of our first sort of foray into protest song i suppose and it's just um it's a sort of a bit of a metaphor for the whole kind of rich get richer um sort of environment that that we kind of live in at the moment to be honest and uh you know we most of us in the band all of us in fact have grown up ever since we were of voting age with a conservative government and uh you know it's 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 kind of fueled by that i suppose growing up in that sort of climate well sam it's great to talk to you and congratulations on the success of the album here's nature's law Stay on there. 
strung and bound by others' greed. And the hunted never hunt, and the butchers never bleed, and the butchers, the butchers never bleed. The butchers never bleed. Thanks, Sam and the boys. On with the chart. At 20, the late, great Jackie Levens compilation Straight Outta Caledonia. At 19, Sam Kelly and the Lost Boys with The Wishing Tree. At 18, the Levelers bring us Peace. At 17, Johnny Flynn and Robert McFarlane are still lost in the Cedarwood. And if you haven't heard it yet, don't forget to check out their amazing Folk on Foot episode, available wherever you get your podcasts or at folkonfoot.com. At 16, John Francis Flynn's excellent and eclectic I Would Not Live Always. At 15, Pete and Diesel are live at Barrowlands 2020. At 14, This Is The Kit are off, off, on. At 13, Bellowhead are reassembled. At 12, Catherine Pretty's acclaimed The Eternal Rocks Beneath. And at 11, The Levellers remind us of the joys of Glastonbury 1992. Before we hit the top ten, let's get news of all the gigs, personal and virtual, that are coming up in the folk world over the next month. We're joined by Lucy Shields of the Folk Forecast. Lucy, let's start with the growing number of in-person gigs that are going on. Hi, Matthew. Um, So the Trials of Cato are going to be doing a tour across England and Wales over the next couple of months. Um, And they've got a new lineup with Polly Bolton taking over from Will Addison. So it's going to be really great to see that new lineup in action. Leverett are also on tour. They're going to Leeds, Manchester, Cecil Sharp House in London, Stroud and more. So just keep an eye on them, see if they're coming near you. Another big highlight for October is going to be Manchester Folk Festival. That's from the 21st to the 24th of October. And I'm going to be there as part of English Folk Expo. So I'm really excited about that one. The lineup's really fantastic. They've got Spires and Bowden, Lady Nade, The Breath, Gigspanner Big Band, Sam Lee, Absolutely loads. Um, and I'm particularly looking forward to seeing Hannah James and Toby Kuhn. Um, a really big fan and I've seen lots of their work online, but I haven't seen them live yet as a duo. So that's going to be really great. Also, there's London Roots Festival at King's Place. That's the 3rd to the 10th of November, just edging into November there. So they've got Martin and Eliza Carthy, McGoldrick, McCusker and Doyle, Talisk. Um, they've got Bullpairs, the new project from Maz O'Connor. And as you mentioned earlier, Declan O'Rourke. And I've also got the Folk on Foot Front Room Festival story. Could you tell us a bit about that one? Yeah, that's me. Um, And I'm going to be appearing on November the 6th at 3.30 at King's Place. And I'm going to be telling the story of the the behind-the-scenes activity that went on to launch those amazing Folk on Foot festivals, which raised over £327,000 during the lockdowns for musicians who'd lost their livelihoods. And I'm going to use the video footage from the festival, so you'll get a chance to relive some of the highlights with people like Kareen Polwart, uh, Julian Tido, Johnny Flynn... Richard Thompson Um, and I'm also going to use some of the footage that we've shot more recently when we've been able to go out walking on some of our new episodes so it's a a audio visual feast and it's the behind the scenes story of the Folk on Foot Front Room Festivals at King's Place in London on November the 6th at 3.30. Is that a good enough plug? Yeah that sounds pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) What else have we got online? 
Um, so there is still quite a bit happening online. So um, Live to Your Living Room, who I work with, um, they've got a really great lineup for October. We've got Andy Irvine, Leverett, Salt House, Steel Songbirds, um, and an album launch for Mel Biggs. She's done her very first album, From Darkness Comes Light, and she's going to be launching it live online. Then Hartlepool Folk Festival have also got an online folk day on the 16th of October, and that's going to have interviews, concerts, and even a festival procession. So just keep an eye out for more news from them as well. Then Hudson Records, they've got the last of their online songwriting classes that they've been running every month. So that's going to have Lucy Farrell and Jenny Sturgeon on the 17th of October. It's all themed around collaboration. So I think that'll be a really interesting one if you're looking to develop your own songwriting practice. And have you noticed any good releases coming out this month? Yes, there's been some really great stuff coming out. Um, so... Granny's Attic are releasing their new album, The Brickfields, on the 8th of October. I'm a bit biased because I am their agent, but um, it's a really fantastic instrumental album. I think everyone's seen them perform together since they were teenagers, but they've really sort of gone to the next level with this latest release. And they're touring it in October and November. And they're also encouraging everyone to build their own Brickfields. So if you have a listen to the album, if you've got any tunes you'd like to learn yourself, you can record them and send it into them. And then they're sort of collecting a sort of a community gathering of, of people playing tunes from the album. So it doesn't just belong to them, it belongs to everyone. And then also The Last Inklings, they've released their debut album on the 1st of October, The Impossible Wild. So their music really crosses boundaries between different genres and it, it really touches on classical quite a lot. A lot of it is about our relationship with nature and they, that's pulled through into a really beautiful stop motion animation film that they've created, which is well worth a look. And then also Dan Walsh is releasing Live at the Floodgate on the 22nd of October. And that really captures the energy of his live performances. But he's also touring it this month. So if you want to get the true live experience, you can catch him on tour and have a look on his website for the dates for that. Amazing, Lucy. As ever, a comprehensive guide. And if you didn't catch all the things that Lucy mentioned, then you can get the full details on the Folk Forecast. Um, just Google the Folk Forecast or look on social media for it. And in the meantime, I'm going to go off and practice for my part in uh, joining in the Brickfields and, and see whether I've got a tune uh, that I can contribute. Lucy, as always, a great joy to talk to you. Thank you very much. Well, now we're into the top ten. And at ten, Kate Rusby's Hand Me Down. At nine, a new entry from Hamish Hawke called Heavy Elevator. The Sea Shanties are still going strong at number eight with The Longest Johns and Cures What Ails You. At seven, Flight tell us this is really going to hurt. And Jamie Webster makes his first appearance, but not his last, at number six with Boss. And then at number five, the new album from Phil Swill Odgers, latterly of the band The Men They Couldn't Hang. It's called The Ghosts of Rock and Roll, and it had a pretty rocky road to completion. First of all, the record company collapsed, then the pandemic struck, and most tragically of all, his former bandmate Stefan Kush died. So the album is dedicated to Stefan's memory. Here's a track from it called The Serpent, The Maiden and The Bear. In our place, 
painted galaxy Put it up for all to see Silver river flows went away Beauty in the sky Comet flashes by Beyond the sun The tail leads it away with The Serpent, The Maiden and The Bear from his number five album, Ghosts of Rock and Roll. At number four, The Staves continue to do well with Good Woman. And then at number three, this month's highest new entry, and it's a joyful return for Spires and Bowden, ten years after their last album as a duo. I say joyful because I think they deliberately set out to find songs which would give us light relief after the pandemic. So zero songs or tunes about death. On this one, it's called Fallow Ground. And they sent us this special performance from their tour. They're on tour around the UK at the moment. And it was recorded backstage on fairly rudimentary equipment, as you'll hear. But I think it was well worth having. Here are John Bowden and John Spires. Hello, we are Spires and Bowden. Which one's which? Uh, who can say? <laughs> who can say? Uh, and we are here in the uh, um, Redgrave Theatre in Bristol, and uh, we're very excited to be in the uh, phone charts. Very, very excited. Um, so we're going to play a little song from the, from the album, uh, Fallow Ground. Um, and it's a song about cheese, so we've got some props in just... Just as a special. Uh, this is called Butter and Cheese and All. Oh, now you call on me to sing, I'll see what I can do. And when that I have finished it, I'll pour one of you. Oh, now you call on me to sing, I'll see what I can do. And when that I have finished it, I'll call on one of you. Oh, call on one of 
raise a smile butter and cheese from spires and bowden from their new entry at number three fallow ground and they're staging an all-day festival at cecil sharp house in london next saturday and one of the highlights of it alongside one of their concerts and a Cayley and things like that will be an on-stage interview by me with them uh, at about 5 p.m so do come and join us at cecil sharp house if you possibly can at number two in the chart, Laura Marling's exquisite song for our daughter. And then still at number one is Jamie Webster's We Get By. And it was at number one a year ago when we launched the chart, which just goes to show how popular Jamie's music is. And we thought you'd like to hear a slightly different version of the title track. And this was in what Jamie called a doc documentary recorded at Liverpool's docks. Uh, there might be some choice words or two in this, so tune out if you're of a sensitive disposition. Here's Jamie Webster with a special version of We Get By. I don't think I've ever played the drums in a setting like this. First time for everything, Jim. Hi. Let's do We Get By first. Yeah. You alright with that? Yeah, it's on. I'm going to play a little bit higher, though. A bit louder as well. Yeah. Take one. Want to come to this? Yeah. Me? Yeah. <laughs> Take two. The radio shows swinging in a land of dreams. Inspired by magic beans, and all the squares are filled with the stable rules. Little dancing, feet don't seem to care. To the ones who go straight to the boozer, as soon as they wink, because the boss's sons are not bad. Driving all of the lights Cause they tongue for the week's scrap Sometimes I get it cash in hand Boss leasing a Bentley Still probably cost them a hundred grand hundred grand Tell us a little bit about what the tune's about About fucking 
Well, it's about the escapes and struggles of working class life, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, just uh, you've got to deal with a lot of shit, haven't you? But if you enjoy your good times and that, that's what it's all about. You get by, don't you? It was funny, my mates being building, being doing his house up. He just bought a house and he was working every hour, God sent to like you know upkeep it and do it all up from scratch. And he, every time I'd asked him how his house was getting on, he kept saying, "Ah, oh, we all stay as the land and are fucked, but I'll, uh, you know what I mean." I'm, the rest of it's coming on a bit, and every time, every couple of months, I'd be like, "How's your house, lad?" And he'd go, "Sand stays in London are fucked, though. They still need doing, you know what I mean?" So like, it was just something that stuck in the head. That's why I threw it in, you know what I mean? Just like dead white, do you know what I mean? Jamie Webster with We Get By at number one and bringing the chart show to a close for this month. But there are several dates for your diary. Don't forget, I'm on stage with Spires and Bowden at Cecil Sharp House on Saturday the 9th of October. A new episode with Edgelarks on Dartmoor comes out on Friday the 15th of October. And I'll be presenting the Folk on Foot Front Room Festival story audio-visual extravaganza at King's Place in London on Saturday the 6th of November. Sign up for our newsletter at folkonfoot.com if you want to be the first to hear about these events and many more. Thanks to the team, thanks to English Folk Expo and thanks to you for supporting Folk on Foot. Thank you.